Hello and welcome to Wishful Thinking, Kikue's podcast where expectations meet with crushing reality in all forms of pop culture. Sometimes we're impressed, sometimes disappointed, who knows what's going to happen. My name is Eric and I'm hosting today for my obsession with all things comics and we're looking at Black Adam, latest DCEU movie with Dwayne Johnson in the spotlight. And once again, I am joined by my group mates Jackson, PR, Myrie, and Parker. Say hi guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, Please. And today we are going to be wrapping up the two-parter on this film now that everybody's watched it. So, uh, in brief, before we get into spoiler stuff, uh, what was everyone's thoughts about it? Aggressively mid. Agreed. Okay, yeah, remember last time where I was like, I'm the villain, I don't like DC films? All this did was confirm my hatred for <laughs> DC films. Like, I was kind of hoping, like, hey, maybe, maybe I'll feel better. No, no. I do not like DC movies. And here I am to absolutely destroy this movie today. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we're all probably gonna have things to talk about. <laughs> I have things to talk about with this movie. I have we strong all... opinions. <laughs> Parker's just giggling. I just think everyone's corner. hot. That's, yeah, yeah. Someone that's my who, big takeaway. That's fine. They can it's be true. hot. They can be hot and aggressively mid. That's fine. Yeah, that's the... hot <laughs> and aggressively mid. Listen. No personality. A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to admit, I this movie was like both not what I was expecting, and then. Oh, this is exactly what I was expecting and afraid it was going to be. Like, I think the first half of it was definitely a lot more interesting in terms of how they wanted to characterize stuff. Then we got into the second half of the movie and it was exactly playing to my expectations of how plot details were going to come out. But with that said, I think I enjoyed it personally. I I wasn't shifting in my seat too much until that later half, but um, like compared to other Marvel comic book movies we've seen thus far, like out of the recent stuff, what did you guys think about it? Do you enjoy it more? Compared to phase four, I think it's equivalent to the, like the worst movie that Marvel put out. (laughs) Um, the worst movie that Marvel put out in in Phase Four. Yeah. To me, She-Hulk. it was oh well, that's a TV show. I have many opinions on She Hulk, but I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, right I'm now. surprised you don't like it. Wow. <clears throat> it was oh, She Hulk was so bad. Wow. Okay, I guess I'm yeah, in the minority liked it? here. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'm 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 on you. I'm on your team. Everyone was really hot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was. No, yeah. Like people were good looking, but like the story. That's the only thing you measure these movies by. <laughs> they were hot. The pacing and characterizations. <laughs> but like did it hold up to like Shang-Chi or oh, like definitely. Wakanda Forever? Hell no. I don't know if or I multiverse of madness. Yeah. I like multiverse. The multiverse of madness, I think it was okay, but you could tell that they're overworking their VFX artists because yeah. oh it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yep. Honestly, that, we're gonna get into it later. I'm sorry, Jackson. Uh, uh, but I actually really liked the way the VFX were done in this movie for the most part. Yeah, it honestly wasn't that bad VFX-wise. I think there were some times where I was like, oh, I mean, that could have been maybe a little better. But I think we're just spoiled when it comes to VFX now. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, no, the VFX wasn't bad. I think it was the story. Like, the plot just (laughs) 
was mm, lacking. Yeah. I have so the much to say about thing. the plot. Yeah. So much to say. It was, uh, to me, the story was taken directly from T2 Judgment Day. Like, it is it's it is the exactly. superhero They literally Terminator. quote so many moments from right? T2. It's insane. Like, to me, they're, like, blending in my head. Yeah. Huh. It's embarrassing. I am, it's embarrassing. You know what? That is not the first comparison I would have expected, but I'm going to be interested to hear you talk about that. So, has everyone got their, like, spoiler-free thoughts about it i mean I'll, it's a generic doing, superhero yeah. movie that yeah jackson i'm sorry we did not no, give you much no, time no. to talk no worries no it's just a generic superhero movie that once again falls apart in the third act and leaves a lot of things unfulfilled yeah i for as nice as some of the actors were in their roles it it's not necessarily much that we haven't seen before so with that said, let's spoil this thing rotten. Yeah. Yes. Who wants to go first? Listen, I have a notes app. Oh, I have my notes app open and Same. I have some notes and the top line just says Avengers reject with no previous <laughs> development, which is I think my biggest issue is kind of what I was talking about like the week before where it's mm -hmm. like all of a sudden you're introducing like seven different characters without any like Avengers worked because we got separate movies me and Parker were talking about this Avengers yeah, 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 worked yeah. because we had like separate movies before they all like got together and you care about each of them as individuals um, this one was just like hey here's five new superheroes you've never seen them before but now you're going to care about them and one of them is going to be played by Noah Centineo and I have issues with that <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is also played by Pierce Brosnan and man that how he's does he rock a beard so well <laughs> How does he's, he? Okay, he's a good yeah, he's hot. <laughs> and but from yeah. like a plot perspective of that, of like introducing these four heroes, if we're going in DC, why don't you just send the Suicide Squad to send in to exactly. fight this giant thing? That way, it's characters that we don't care about that we fully expect to die. When yeah. Doctor, I, you know, spoilers. If we are, Doctor Fate died, I'm like, I didn't okay, care at all. I was cares? not like, care. He's a cool character. No one cares. Yeah. Know. It was sad just because he was Pierce Brosnan. Just, but that's because I, I knew who Dr. Fate was pro previously. Okay. And seeing Nerd. Pierce Brosnan in that <laughs> yeah. suit, I was like, oh, why did he the have to die? Sick. Kill the other one. <laughs> Kill yeah. Noah Centineo. Please. Guys, that's my oh, second God. point on here. It just says Noah Centineo is useless. His character did nothing. Guys, he, he did Well, okay. To be fair, he did protect people from the big rock that okay. Sabak knocked over. Anybody could have done that. Yeah, I can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, Cyclone couldn't do that. Yeah, she could. She could have caused like a dust wind and like moved the rock. Yeah, but there would have been like a whole lot of collateral damage. Everyone was easily replaceable, just like the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Also, they literally pointed it out in the movie, which was interesting to me because I thought they were going to explain that. But do you remember the part where... They all of a sudden, the what are they called? The Justice Society. The, Justice Society. The Justice yeah. Society. First of all, terrible name. Second mm. of all, <laughs> they show up and then like the mom, also hot by the way, Parker, I'll give you that. The mom. Incredibly hot. Yes. Um, <laughs> the mom is like, listen, our city has been oppressed for so long. Where have you been? And they're like, oh, we just, um, uh, you know. We deal with international. Yeah. And you're like, okay, why? what and they and then they don't explain it and so i don't know that's my biggest problem with superhero movies is like somehow in this society where everyone's really strong and everything we're still having people who are oppressed by governments and we're still having people like in poverty and it's like hey maybe maybe you guys could be doing something well, yeah but to play devil's advocate for a moment i think that was like kind of the point of the initial conflict between the justice society and black adam is that you know 
Black Adam's technically a freedom fighter, but he's going about it in incredibly violent ways. And also the Justice Society is technically under Amanda Waller's thumb. At okay, least well, I think sucks. they were, so they kind of have to do what she says. Yeah, that made me honestly think that the Justice Society was more of a quote, I mean, a hero, villain, whatever. The fact that they mentioned like it 20 agent. times in this movie. Yeah, they are government agents who are like, oh, we can't kill the intergang people that have been oppressing these people. Like, honestly, yeah, Black Adam was more of a hero than these guys. Oh, he, yeah. Sure, take, they need to be under due process after killing so many people and having this like whole city under... Uh, well, I don't even know. I was so confused by all yeah. of this, like, who's a hero, who's a villain, but he kills people, but we're not supposed to kill people, but these guys are obviously bad. They yeah, were... I, mm. I don't understand, like, why they couldn't have focused on inner gang. I'm Given it's comic books, there was probably other things that the JSA were doing before that time period that were technically larger threats. But they never, like, say specifically, okay, does, like, Intergang have a backdoor deal with the U.S. and they're, like, shipping military? They never explain, like, why they don't explain the Justice a lot Society can't directly We're in the dark the whole that. film, See, mostly. I thought they were going to pull out this plot twist of, like, this Intergang people, which, by the way, like, the most generic villain thing ever of, mm -hmm. like, we don't care who these are. They are just bad for bad sake. Yeah. I thought they were going to pull a plot twist of, like, this is actually Amanda Waller, and she wants to control Black Adam and the crown or something and have him with her. And, no, it's to just To be fair, it's Amanda Waller, guy. so she probably was. Exactly. <laughs> it was like her plan B. Sorry, not to... Yeah. I right. just raised my hand just to make sure that I got my point out before it got um, <laughs> irrelevant. Um, in my, like, my issue with a lot of superhero movies now and black adam like it like really like they are almost to the point of like suggesting maybe superheroes aren't the answer but they can't they can't explore that because that means that they are like not superhero. i don't know like like the justice society has no jurisdiction they have no reason to be involved in that fight they are americans they are under amanda waller who works for the u.s government there is no connection there if the um what was the gang name again inner Just, gang if the <laughs> inner gang was revealed to be like american funded and supported that would have been like a whole thing but that would have been such a strong political stance for such a mid movie that like i mean i would have loved it but they, there was no yeah, way that no way that they would have made that like decision because you and know like the u.s has supported such... so many different revolutions you know to benefit us like that definitely would have been like a really interesting thing to like bring up where like the uh, justice society keeps bringing up well i'm a hero because i don't kill anybody yeah but you are uh, an agent but you're of the in US government and, yeah. like allowing other people so to be killed. much crap so like yeah it's it's not a black and white of i'm a hero because i don't kill anybody you're a villain because you kill somebody it is such a gray area that the film refuses to acknowledge and they keep yeah they, they it because they keep bringing up hero versus villain so much it's like they know that that is an issue that they can't answer and i love how like at the end of it you know the mom has this i think i wrote it down because it was such a stupid thing um okay of like you know the whole time they're debating this heroes versus villains and i feel like the mom is the only character that's like hey maybe there's no good and bad there's like a gray side to it mm -hmm. yeah and she says like it's black adam's darkness that lets him do what heroes cannot of like this whole great, but that's the only time they really talk about it. And it's yeah. such a corny line. I'm gonna be honest. It is. It's it like, is. It, the way it's they, a corny line. Absolutely. It was so dumb. And it's a bad reason and too. It's such a bad reason. Yeah. I don't know. 
Like, and wasn't that the Suicide Squad's whole role initially? Was that they do the jobs that heroes either can't be seen doing or like... Yeah, well, the man, US it, it goes into like an doing. image problem, yeah. right? It's like yeah. these heroes have to maintain a quote image that mm-hmm. they're, you know, saviors and they don't kill. Go the boys but now? if you... Yeah, like essentially <laughs> the boys, right? Yeah. It, it, it really does boil down to that. But it's, you know, like how they were like, oh, we don't kill. They've killed before and they'll kill after. Mm-hmm. They just don't do it in the public eye, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's they, if they say that I don't kill, that's such a lie because they've killed, let's say, other he, uh, other villains, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. They have no problem killing villains. So what's the, what's the difference between them and... They're out there being judge, jury, and executioner. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with most villains, it's usually because the villains are like a country-ending, world-ending, present and imminent danger. Is but they don't really, why, like, go into that at all. Is that why so many, of, like, the Marvel movies recently have been like, this is a world-ending event because they don't want to have to deal with the smaller, like, villains? Because they, they don't just want to arrest a character and then have them come back for another movie, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I guess. that's bizarre. I feel like that's the hard thing when it comes to having movies where there's just so many superheroes and everyone has powers, and it's like, you go, you eventually, you have to keep, like getting better and better and you have to keep having worse and worse like mm-hmm. world ending things and it's like we already especially with marvel like we got to thanos and that was like huge and it's like well, how do you where do you go from there like now we're like intergalactic and it's all over the place yeah. and it's just the like it's creep. so much we yeah like the, the dragon ball z kind of yeah i i kind of wish they went the dr doom route mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of king the conqueror but mm-hmm. that's a topic for a different day <laughs> I think they will, but I, I think know, they will. That's definitely too. that's definitely a different topic for another day yeah. because yeah, yeah. I would say once you've had a very giant world-ending threat like that, it's usually best to just you know backtrack and go back to the smaller scale issues. Street because, level, yeah, yeah. Street that's level what I want. Crime. That's there is nothing disinteresting about the street level crime and arguably you can do a lot more with i mean daredevil yeah in my exactly opinion, daredevil yeah it's the best thing the marvel has done is that dove or who is daredevil seasons one through three and yeah. it's no world-ending threat it's like this tiny little city it's this one superhero who is struggling with being solo and like yeah, you don't need to have this world-ending threat to have a good and appealing story sort of deal and appealing characters and stuff. Yeah. I think, I think that's why the Batman... And that's why Subox sucks so much. <laughs> I think that's why Batman has always been, like, my favorite superhero ever because it's like he doesn't need some crazy, like, thing happening all the time. Like, the second they, the second they put Batman into the DC universe, horrible, terrible. I hated that they did that because, like, when I saw Justice League and everything, it was like, yeah... Here's Superman, and here's all these other people who have actual superpowers, and then Ben Affleck is riding around in his little bat car, <laughs> accomplishing nothing, like always behind everyone. And it's like, well, no, duh, he doesn't have any powers. Like, you can't put Batman in the same world as everybody else because it just, it doesn't work out. He's obviously he should, lesser. <laughs> he should be like the man in the chair, like the leader that just like stays behind. He should be like their Amanda Waller, right? Like, that, yeah, that's all he can be. Like, he sucks. He can organize the team. Yeah, he's yeah. like the strategic leader while Superman is yeah, the moral leader. Yeah, and like the financial leader. Yeah. Financial air. That kind of sucks because I love Batman. I want to see him be able to fight and do his own thing. So mm-hmm. I feel like they they've never... older Batman. Old Batman, yeah. I feel like he just deserves his own universe anyway. I started watching that because of Kevin Conroy's passing. Oh, my goodness. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah.
But yeah, I don't know. I feel like Batman deserves his own world. And that's why I think the Batman was so cool because it's like Riddler, the Joker, all these ones. These could be like real people like that just lost their mind and are actually like, I don't know. I I like that a lot more, but that are actually terrorists. Exactly. Yeah, True. you're like and doing that instead. That's why I I think the initial concept for Black Adam was good because it was like, oh, maybe this guy's a terrorist, right? Yeah. And if he was like a terrorist, then it could be like a satire on the U.S. government where it's like they go into, you know, like the Suicide Squad, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like the Suicide Squad, but more like. The invasion of this is gonna get real political real fast, but like the invasion of Iraq, right? Where yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, there's a terrorist, quote unquote, and so we have to go and like protect these people Mission when they don't have they don't anything have any to do with yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think if you know if they went that route with Black Adam rather than the oh, you know, this guy's bad and we're good because he kills and we don't, but we're you know we're gonna stop this guy, but there's millions of dollars of collateral damage that happens, and there's mm-hmm. you know they obviously don't give a crap about the city and about the people sure you know yeah. they show a couple shots of them saving civilians but generally they don't care they're yeah. focused on the prize which mm-hmm. is black adam right and versus black adam where you know he's going out of his way to protect the citizens well which, how does that make him really it doesn't <laughs> yeah to me black adam's not the villain it's the justice society in this one i i would I like argue that. that he doesn't necessarily care that much about the well-being of the people at he first. He does about that stupid kid, though. Also. <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> yeah, because I do remember um, there's one point when they're fighting him in that, like, construction project, I think, that's going on. You remember when, uh, I think it's the first time Cyclone's really using her powers, mm. and, and like the, she's using the construction poles like to... the scaffolding. Yeah, yeah the scaffolding yeah, 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 yeah. to attack him. It's Dr. Fate who's swooping in and saving Adriana and Amon um, from behind Black Adam when he's um, just letting his powers run wild. And I think that, honestly, I really like that as a sign of, you know, Black Adam is not yet growing into the role of a protector. He's still much more focused on his own vendetta and his own definition of conduct. And he's still, you know, kind of like a fish out of water here. No, and I think that's, well, also when they were fighting, that's when he got back to, like, the present. That's when he was awakened, you know what I mean? So, to to be fair, to give him, you know, a little bit of benefit of doubt, he, you know, went to sleep when conduct was a different mm-hmm. place. And now that he's awake, you know, he was still under the impression that conduct is still under the suppressive rule, which technically, I guess it was. But, yeah, it is. Um, absolutely yeah Yeah. but it's it was it's it's way different than when it was when he went to sleep right Mm -hmm. so it took him a while to realize that and i think when he did realize that then he started protecting civilians a little because it wasn't as visible as it was back in the pharaoh's time i am monologuing here you're good can we can we talk about like the twist of like his ending because like okay the whole thing is that you think that I don't. I don't know. Like, like the big the twist, kid, right? Get, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh, I saw that. Underwater. Like as soon as they showed the dad and his bald head, I was like, "Oh, that's probably Dwayne." Well, the <laughs> thing is, though, in the trailer, it opens by him saying, "My son died." Like my son sacrificed himself for me. And then in the movie, you like they try to get you to think that, oh, maybe he was the kid. But then the whole time you're thinking about the trailer, and you're like, "Didn't he say the kid died?" So it's like they I spoiled that whole plot twist for him in the trailer. Which was so dumb. And I like yeah. knew it the whole time. And I was like, wait, 
Why why are we talking about yeah, you go, you go. His Parker. son did sacrifice himself. He gave his son gave him the powers to bring him back to life. That was right. Yeah, so that right, was but that the was sacrifice. But so that was, was the plot was twist later. Bait, it was a bait and switch, right? It was because But we, we don't see that until the middle of the like the end of the movie. Hence the bait and switch. Yeah. But like we already knew the twist because we, of the trailer. The I kind of figured he was going to like kill his son for like, I would a like to see him do over. that. That was kind of my yeah. vibe too, where it was like, oh, maybe he killed him, killed his son to take mm-hmm. the power. Yeah, because that's what like the original writing had, but no, they didn't quite do that. A lot of this is just like them never committing to the fact He's... of Black Adam being a villain. Yeah. Like he should have yeah. killed his son. He, he should have very... killed Adam Ooh. Smasher when Adam Smasher has his fist on him. He should have like killed these people. And, or like I don't know, and like they just never want to commit to it. Gray. He had the yeah. Yeah. It was super light gray. No, he didn't kill Noah Centineo. That's that's <laughs> the biggest the crime in this movie. That is the biggest crime, guys. I hate when they're okay. Sorry, I know I'm bringing up Noah. <laughs> I no no I no. Just go into it. Go into it. Okay. First of all, if you've seen any Noah Centineo movie, they're I, all the same. I've seen they're all the movie. same. They're all the same. Right. He's and, the Netflix hot guy that all the girls are trying to get after. I believe. Yeah. Hey. Which he's not. And me. And and, and Parker. Parker. <laughs> um. But like, I hate the trope of the character where it's like, well, I'm just a teenager and I don't know what I'm doing, and that's the his whole character. Comic relief type of exactly. Character. And you're like, why are you here? You're not even funny. You're not essential to anything. Like he doesn't like. Okay. Uh, Marvel nails that with Peter Parker because you uh, know why he's there. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. How dare you, what? first of all? What, what are you, you about like to say? I don't like Holland Parker. I'm sorry. <gasps> okay. Well, we can talk about that well, later. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's to... a separate issue wow. that we need yeah. to discuss. I agree that Andrew is better. Oh, I feel for like sure. we're in the same yeah. line. No, I think that. Andrew's better, but yeah. Tom's pretty good. But I'm just yeah. talking about like him as a yes. character trope in the Avengers. Like they Toby. do so well with like having his character contrast, like especially like his relationship with Tony Stark and everything. Like Noah Centineo is just there. He's just there. And I think he has a crush on Cyclone. I'm not sure what that was going on there. Everyone I don't know does. why either yeah, of them were there. He was trying to game the whole yeah. time. And he was failing. Oh, he tried his best though. No, I'm going to give him that. Bro was trying hard. He was. He, he was trying hard. It wasn't a good try. It wasn't. And so I don't know. I just read his character. And we talked about it last week where he literally is like, he's, I don't, he's He showed he's, up to a scene with a bucket of fried chicken with no explanation, just as a joke. And some, <laughs> I can't remember. I think yeah. it was Bond yeah. Man who swatted yeah, it out like, of his hand. Swatted it out of his hand. And like, that was it. And like, I'm all for a non sequitur joke. But like, that was just lazy. It was yeah, so I, pointless. Right. And what are like, we supposed oh, to do? The, the teenager, the wacky teenager shows up with food and then the strict adult. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think it's, it's just, yeah, I think the foolish. like in-universe explanation is that his powers of changing his size and such, um, you know, burn a lot more calories. So but, like he, never brought up. Like, exactly. They yeah, should they like, like talk about that. Like a tiny little throwaway okay. line where it's like, oh, yeah. I need to eat in order to get big. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly like how Maxine Cyclops. No, it's yeah. just one of those moments where I was like, guys, it's funny because he's holding a bucket of chicken. Isn't that hilarious? He's holding KFC. And it's so obviously an ad placement, but he's holding it and they hit it out of his hands. So you, you must know laugh. What? Props though, I want to see the KFC ad where they show, where they show Dwayne Johnson's dead fucking son. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my son, but I didn't lose this great deal at KFC. (laughs) I got a bucket of chicken, but I lost my son. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. This whole movie was just littered with 
shitty ad placement. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. for why? Literally, it yeah. was unnecessary. It was so right. unnecessary. So so I sorry not to. So I'm totally movies. go off. Like, That's true. Oh, yeah. Every big budget movie right yeah. now is it's true, almost just like littered. It's but almost I feel like, like superhero Marvel movies are capitalist ploy. <laughs> Interesting. And military propaganda. Mm-hmm. I yeah. only mm. remember the product placement where Hulk's giving Ant Man a taco. That's that was, was that so. That, but that was so though? funny. That was like creative. You know that was mean? funny. I don't, was there a? It was really was obvious. There a Taco I don't Bell? think there was. I, was sure. I don't I think it was there was Taco a Bell. thing. Was but like every car that pulls up is an Acura in like one movie, and then it's like a Mazda in the next movie, and then it's a you know like like every car in like each of those movies is like a specific brand of car, right? Yeah, uh, but so like, like that's the point. Like it's like that. I to me like as. Like working in an ad agency, right? Mm-hmm. To me, that is Sell so out. smart. Okay, Normie. Um, Normie. But no, I think that's the. I think that was brand. a really smart way to go because now you associate Audi with Ant Man, right? I can't think about Ant Man without thinking about Audi. I can't think about or Black Baskin Panther Robbins. without thinking about Lexus. Do what? I need to bring up the the fact that uh, the oh my gosh, Columbia Pictures was once owned by Coca Cola? And then the U.S. government was like, hey, um, y'all aren't discerning that your movies are basically advertisements and you have to discern that they're ads. And so that's why product placement was very like lessened in like the like 80s and 90s. Well, like it was like super strong in the 80s. You know, like the Reese's Pieces in like E.T. like was a huge ad. Right. Um, And then now we're sort of back to like antitrust laws needing to be reinforced. Um, And so like, you know how like YouTubers have to be like, this Capital section evolution. of the video is now an ad. Um, so like, I I think it is smart from an advertising standpoint. Um, however, good business moves does not an ethical decision make. make. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so, but I think it kind of makes sense if you think about it. Like, no. In, no, in a way, cause like, okay, think about it like this, like um, for like Wakanda Forever, they're sponsored by Lexus, which is owned by Toyota, right? Mm. If you're in the middle of Africa, how they were in one scene, right? This is a little spoiler, but um, <laughs> they were in Africa they, and Black Panther too. <laughs> um, they had a Toyota with a Toyota badge on it. When they were in, you know, a fancy city, they were in a Lexus. Like what does it that just say makes about sense. Marvel's opinions on Africa. That it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. I mean, we yeah. they created Wakanda. I think Wakanda is a fictional. fictional I think, so they should I think have we've drifted, Lexus. you guys. I think we've yeah. drifted a little too Holy far. Shit. We okay, spent like five minutes just talking Anyways. about products. Anyways, hey, I'm going to... Later. Okay. Okay. We you will guys... smash it out. What? We will Adam smash it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull us back. I'm going to keep us on track. Myri being the one keeping us on track today. Look at us go. Wow. Listen, I just want to talk about the fact... Uh, that one, we haven't talked about one of the most crucial characters in the story. I cannot Cyclone? remember his name, and I wrote his name as Hawks in Hawkman. Hawk Hawkman. Hawk oh, cool. Yeah. I called him Hawks the entire time I was watching the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, Hawks is back on screen. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, um, Aldous Hodge, which I do not recognize that name at all. He's been in some cool stuff. He was pretty good in this movie, I'm not gonna lie. He I think did. I think he was great, but like I his whole character, he had like his whole plot line of like him versus Black Adam, and it just didn't 
makes sense. Like, it just felt so forced the whole time. And I'm like, oh, I just, I don't care. Like, why do we care? I don't know. It was just yet another plot line that I was like, why is this included? But, you know. A lot of the times I felt like it was just, hey, we need to have a fight scene here. Let's have Hawkman show up and be like, I'm a hero. You shouldn't be killing people. Let's let's fight it out, you know? Yeah. And then that was it. That was his whole character. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like Hawkman's interesting, too. This is why I'm frustrated that we just, like, got all these characters thrown in there. Like, I'd love to know more about that man. Also, I'd love to know more about Pierce Brosnan. He was probably yeah. the one I was most oh. interested in. And I did, we didn't get a Dr. Fate movie, which was silly. So, I don't know. Oh, I guess they, they were... Yeah. Sorry. I guess they were kind of banking on the idea that these are very B-list characters at best. And watch your mouth when you're talking about Pierce. I'm not talking about. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not talking about the actual writing quality of the characters. I'm just talking about how popular and well known they are. Like, you know, compared to Superman, people don't have as big of a notoriety or they don't have as big expectations for Hawkman or cyclone i think they're kind of banking on that of okay we want to have a hero character in this movie so let's just use these less known or less popular characters so that there's not as big of expectations to introduce them i guess i guess but you could say the same thing about marvel like no one knew who dr strange was and then they came out with the movie and dr strange I knew is like who a... dr strange was okay i knew about all four of those characters. So like me going to watch the movie, I was like, okay, yeah, oh, cool. These guys are in. But it's like the same thing with Justice League where I don't, I don't care about these characters because we didn't get exposed to them. Yeah. Like, sure, I care about the, like I care about Hawkman and Dr. Fate, but I couldn't give two shits about Adam Smasher, right? Especially the way that Noah Centineo played him. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, Noah Centineo played Henry Winkler. Was that actually? Really? Really? Well, that was the grandfather, uh, the uncle. uncle. Oh, oh yeah. right, 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 right. Barry. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm going to say Barry, but he was great in that. <laughs> yes, yes, Barry. I okay. thought you said Barry, and I was like, no, 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 talking no, about Barry. No, yes. Well, yes. that's one thing, too, is that in their, like, they're just, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. In their combination, that's what I was doing, uh, of all these plot lines, they tried to also give us the backstory plot lines of each character woven throughout, and I think one of the ones that was really interesting was Pierce Brosnan. I guess we should start saying Dr. Fate and not Pierce yes. Brosnan as the character, but, like, I, he kept talking about how it, it will be, like, relieving. Where what he, he said a really cool line that I kind of like where he was like, I look... 100 years from now and I can't see anything and like I would love to see a movie where it's just like this dude who constantly sees the future all the time and nothing is surprising and it's just like I don't know I feel like there was a lot there and then it was like throwing us in there and then it's like now care about him yeah, now he's dead he and you're like, oh. the first he saw the people off as a kid in the first world war that was neat I want to see what that was like yeah where <laughs> is, that... is the backstory in a separate film why is it thrown well, maybe in we'll here? get a actual Dr. Fate. Maybe we'll get a Dr. Fate miniseries at some point. That'd be cool. That I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Which, okay. We haven't talked about Cyclone either. Okay. Because I feel like Cyclone Fantastic actually Swindell does a great so job. so cute. Exactly. That's a big part of it. But like, the whole thing of like us hating on Noah because... Or, yeah, because obviously he didn't play the character well. We didn't care about Adam Smasher. He grows he big. He eats food. Good, he wasn't given good writing. Yeah. Like He's with Cyclone, I feel like it was the opposite where like we didn't get a lot of knowledge of her beforehand but with the way that her powers worked and like the little things we got of her backstory were 
enough to like get us interested of like oh yeah no i was kidnapped and like injected nanobots machines mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. she is a metal gear solid character i just realized whoa you're so right <laughs> wow whoa. the animation of her powers were really oh, cool i yeah. love the colors okay. and everything i think they did really well on that mm-hmm. okay we're gonna come to the visual effects and music later but i totally agree the effects on the wind are so good they were and i think Okay, this is an unpopular opinion. I think Cyclone is just a storm knockoff, but you can find every character. character. Yeah, they're all connected. <laughs> you can fight yeah. me on that one. I like I like the way that they use Storm more than uh, Cyclone. I think this is an interesting way that they did it, especially with like the uh, like the way that they animated it and like all that. Right? I just wish this whole movie just had me wishing more from yeah. all of these characters because they tried so hard to make us care, and they just failed at I don't think they tried hard to make us no. care. They were more concerned about making sure that Black Adam and The Rock were center yep. stage where they had yeah. Black Adam. Speaking of The Rock, I, yeah, we really we, haven't we talked, about talked about The about Rock. The rock Why was he so stoic Those this whole movie? Okay, ripples. I actually laughed in theater, like opening scene when he's just like <laughs> ascending and there he's like, no, there's no expression on his face. He's just like floating up. For some reason, every time he was flying, well, I just hit the mic. Every time he was flying, he didn't move at all. It was just his body floating across the <laughs> stage and it was so funny and it got me every time and I just couldn't take it seriously no his his writing was lazy and all of it was just stoic one-liners why do give him plot you literally he's the one (laughs) character that didn't get plot Uh. it it was literally the same joke from um from uh, from t2 T2, yeah yeah the vista baby but instead it's tell him the men in black Black yeah yeah i can't even remember retroactively makes me hate hamon hamon i called him hamon i am sorry He's not That's ham. the kid, right? Yeah, that the was kid the kid was so annoying yeah, the entire so movie. It's another weird trope where it's like youthful child has all the knowledge and is going to change your life. Like, He's you know, like, but kid. I'm a kid and you love me and now you're going to save the world because I said one thing that one time. Like, it's so annoying. Like, and nobody I guess actually that they cares. made him a skateboarder. Like, oh yeah. why? Why is he running? Why is he Marty McFly? It doesn't make sense. Jeez, <laughs> uh, yeah. Doc, we got to go back to the future. <laughs> That's what they were playing. With. Another. That's another whole separate plot line, like him and his mom. Like that was going on. Like, uh, it was just Wait, so yeah. much. We're missing the real star, the uncle, the brother. The oh, brother was the oh, best part yeah. of the movie. Yes. What's, what's his Hands name? Down. Goodness. Well, no, I'm I'm gonna oh. debate you on that because he forced the joke with the good, the bad, and the ugly parody, and I cannot overlook that. Okay. I mean, it's not his fault <laughs> it's not of that his whole fault. standoff. Hey, wait, what was I his name? I hated that moment. Uh, please look it up. Somebody, I agree. I, I agree with Jackson here. It wasn't his fault. I think throughout the movie, he was the best comedic relief, and they tried yes. a lot on comedic relief. He's actually a comedian. His name is Mohammed Amir. Um, Amir? Yes. James Kusati Moyer as Samir, I believe. Okay. Oh, that would make sense that he's a comedian, because he actually yeah. had good comedic Samir? Yeah. Samir. Am I getting the wrong what? guy? Guys, I think you're all no, looking no, no, at no, someone no. else. Mohammed Amir as yeah. Kamir, Adriana's Kameer. Okay. brother and Amon's uncle. Yes, we're yeah. good. Yes. Ah, Got it. Yeah, well, he's Kameer actually a comedian, ruled. so. Yeah. Isn't he in uh, Remy as well? Has anybody seen Remy? I have not. I no? It's a Hulu show. It's pretty good. Um, but, no, like, yes, he, he is, was the, he is, right? He was funny in that, too. But he was the only good, in my opinion, his trope was... Comedic relief, mm-hmm. and he did a good job at it. Well, really and if he's a comedian, like, he, feel, he feels like a person, and not yeah. just the role of oh, I'm the 
dorky teenager who screws up because I'm inexperienced or yeah. I'm the kid who reads a lot of comic books so I'm <laughs> overly naive <laughs> yeah you, and that's where it comes the actor comes in where it's like you have to have a good actor it's not just you can't just blame the studio for not having good writing like he came in because he's a comedian and it worked well for him well, yeah. I can't blame them for bad writing. On you can, but it's uh, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Just, okay. Well. Yeah, Dwayne's a good actor. He's proven this. But and it was it sucked because he hyped it up <laughs> so much. Jackson's over there like, okay. um. Pain and Gain was really good. I'm, hey, and you can't oh, tell me let me bring up let Sorry. me bring up Game what? Plan again. Yeah. Game okay. plan rules. Oh, like some kids move. Like oh, Pain really? and Gain did a kids movie. I'm, sorry, not Pain and Gains. I have I have no idea. <laughs> they what chopped that up movie a person is. and boiled them alive in sulfuric acid. Oh, you know, for kids. I'm okay. watching the whole family. Okay. Michael Bay movie too. Thoughts uh, on well, then we need to talk about like Hobbs and Shaw and him, like him in the Fast and Furious series. That's where I'm getting mm -hmm. most of my knowledge. Okay, like I yes. Said, I watched all the Fast Maybe. and Furious movies. I and only he, know him for like, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, like I don't know, and Jumanji. I guess mm -hmm. I've watched that. He was good in sure. Jumanji. Oh, and like, um, good. Moana. I think that he, was good he is Moana. more he charismatic really than he is a good actor. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think that that is a problem for a lot of the stuff that he in goes this movie for. Is, though. Yes, that's so that's the issue, right? So he like, like he like his big vehicles, um, uh, uh, Jungle Cruise and uh, Central Intelligence, Cruise. like just play off of his strengths, and like he'll play a character. And I don't think that like necessarily he's a bad actor, but he is way more charismatic than he is. Um, like you think he's better at just having charming dialogue than necessarily like being able to change into different personalities mm -hmm. well and then it brings up the question though if he was given the opportunity to be a villain and be like evil actually like how how he's different played, would have that been he he's played he, his first big role was the scorpion king which was a villain yeah um and then uh, he started out as a villain in the fast and furious movie and quickly became and yeah became a hero a hero because yeah. they realized okay he's more not curious but i don't know i don't really know like the history of how he became fast and furious like it's in not like the very, series, right? Yeah. But like he switched over sides, right? And but like the Scorpion King had a very much different flavor to it than um, this one because the Scorpion King was a fun like romp adventure movie versus this one. It was a, like a serious take on an anti-hero um, where he was trying to be like Arnold in T2. I'm going to keep bringing it up because it was because it's literally the same yes. movie. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Personally, I thought that he did commit pretty nicely to this more stoic and elegiac role of Black Adam. I just don't think the they didn't give him good lines to deliver and the rest of the movie did not feel like it was trying to lean into that kind of characterization. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's no, absolutely. And the way that he was marketing it, I like before I saw the movie, I was like, oh, you know, maybe this will be like his chance to really show his acting chops. And mm -hmm. it just was not it. No. It was him getting shitty one liners and, you know, doing his signature schmolder. Right. Like that's the entire. <laughs> yeah. Movie. Yes. There is this. Um, do y'all remember uh, Pearl Harbor? Uh, uh, a uh, Michael Bay flick. The movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember Pearl Harbor? I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. I, that was... I, I'm sorry. I'm Out of nowhere. Hey, guys. Do you remember Pearl Harbor? I didn't sleep last night. All I've had today and for the past 24 hours is a 911 from... Uh, Dutch Brothers. That's okay. But you're talking, sponsored, okay, you're talking about the movie... Yes. So the one that has Ben Affleck in it. Ben Affleck. Yes. yes. I love um, that movie. So... 
Michael Bay, the like sort of story behind it is Michael Bay saw Titanic and he was like, I want my own Titanic. And so was that Pearl he was, Harbor? What? Uh, wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So yeah, he saw James Cameron's Titanic. and He was like, I want to make that like opus, that like big, grand, romantic, epic movie. And he was like, Pearl Harbor is my is going to be my Titanic disaster sort of film. Um, and he was going to do it like he was going to do it like that classic style. And he wasn't going to bring any of his Bay flavor to it um, until about halfway through the first day of shooting where he was like, this is boring. I give up and we're going to make, make a everything movie. explode <laughs> um, all the time. Yeah. If, to me, like um, Dwayne Johnson having all of his care and like wanting to bring this movie to light for like the past 15 years kind of has that like idea of like, I wanted to be this anti-hero, except I still want to have my cool one liners and I still want to be charismatic and I still want to have my cake and eat it too. Which, right. Um, yeah. Why didn't you just, I mean, you know, this whole thing of him being more of a hero than an anti-hero. I would have loved to see a more anti-hero thing, but he is still charismatic. Mm-hmm. Of like, he still has these one-liners, but he is a full villain. And like, whenever it is, it's kind of funny, but it's more unsettling. I feel like yeah. that could have worked out. Because, I mean, maybe this is just me personally. I don't okay. know. Okay, okay. No, I, see. Like, no, I 100% yeah. agree with you on this one. And it was like how we were talking about on the last uh, episode of the podcast, where it was like, they didn't lean into the R. Yeah. If they would have leaned into the R, it would have been a better film. Because he would have killed Adam Smasher. It would have been so good. Yes, Noah dies. No, sorry. Sorry, Noah. They even like had quotes about like in pre-production about like, you know, Black Adam is the kind of villain who will say, oh, you're if you're going to cross me, I'm going to rip your head off. He doesn't rip any heads off in this no, movie. I mean, he does I... rip someone's head in half, which was like... He rips... Oh, was a yeah, a cool moment. Right at the like, end yeah. when, oh, yeah, suddenly this heroes don't kill thing go- conveniently goes out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He was a demon, so it worked out versus but all the inter-gang demon. people were humans and need due process. Due process. Uh, just... I have to... <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry we're going back to the story for a minute, but I got this burning question that's going to haunt me for the rest of the day. Hit it. What happened to Inner Gang after Sabak uh, came so, onto stage? Because they, you know, he kills all of the people that were in the um, testing zone when Amir, is that his name? It is mm-hmm. Marwan Kanzari. I don't remember the name of the character he played. Oh, Ishmael Gregor. Oh, uh, who became okay. Sabak? The most like, oh, dude, was him villain. and the other. That was another plot people. point. Whoa! Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how bad this plot was that we yeah, just forgot about. I forgot about that whole thing. Holy... You can't tell me that like See, all of the members were in this one <laughs> zone. This is my thing of like up until so the first two acts of the movie. Right when Amanda Waller gets Black Adam, he's in the thing. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought it was going to be over. And I was like, "You know what? Yes! That's not a bad ending." Of like Amanda Waller gets it. Sure, we've got this generic generic villain and like Inner Gang's bad, but like I have enjoyed my time. Yeah. And then the third act hit and like you said, Inner Gang's just nowhere to be seen. I feel like the dialogue goes a complete nosedive and like we have once again a third act where it's just Where's... villain versus or like the villain is the exact opposite of the protagonist and they have to battle it out. Yeah, and, and like there's no real mm-hmm. nuance to Sabak's character. Mm -mm. If, you know, I think there could have been like perfect potential of, okay, Black Adam sealed here and then just make the ending scene or like the post-credit scene, Sabak rising from the dead. That is a perfect sequel hook. Yeah. But 
No, they want to mm. squeeze in this last bit of a villain who is basically Loki. You know, he's summoning the <laughs> summoning this grotesque army that people Loki. have to fight out on the streets. Loki. Which, yes, once again, I mean, we have to see a bunch of nobodies face this army of demons, which I feel like maybe the, I've only oh seen my God. the zombies. Was absolutely useless. Yeah. Uh, right? That was so pointless, and right? it just like it. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, it was trying it's to also, be like, the people are rising up against the bat. Like, no, another no, no. plot that point. did not matter at all. Which no. they mentioned that at the beginning. They could where, have made that work, but they didn't. Yeah. When they talk about like the flashbacks of like the earlier, they're like, it was all about the people and they have like mm-hmm. the whole symbol thing with the hands. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. comes up once mm-hmm. and then they bring it up three acts later at the very end and then the people are like we rise up and then we don't even get to see the people actually fight the zombies because then the zombies all just kind of burst into into, into dust they like bring up the sticks and they like start hashing it out but those zombies like go down immediately and so like it really doesn't feel like a threat also Mm. why (laughs) yeah what is it with this town of like all of a sudden we have this huge community and we're all what is it kushnak is that what it's called Kondok, I'm sorry. Like, we're all members of Kondok of this ancient civilization that, like, was really good. And we've all been in probably... Like, heritage. Yeah. Heritage, yeah. right. But, like, yeah. they didn't touch on that enough. So that by yeah. the time that they actually, like, start doing the hand thing and they're all ready to fight, I'm like, oh, that's right. They, yeah. they kind of have a community here, I guess, of, like, they've all been in... I, like, okay, yeah, I guess And we didn't get sense. to see that. Like, if, if there was plot... If there was, like, we saw, you know if the rock is supposed to be like this hero for all of them, if we saw him actually interacting with the people and them like being like, they all come together. They're like, he's here, he's here. Now we're all together. And that's what united them. That would make sense. But all yeah. we see is like, there's literally that scene where they're all like, woo. And then he just yeah, they cheer floats him on. away. He and just literally kid, leaves. It's the stupid kid that hops up and is like, and yeah. this is the, like one of the worst little like monologues, inspirational speeches of him just sitting there. And he's like, guys, we need to get the, the, the demons. And like, <laughs> yeah. And Again, I'm like, he's the weird little child trope where it's like, he's, he's bringing everyone together because he's a child. Like that's that's all he has, and I'm like, why? I, don't I know. swear. Also, the actor was like the producer's son or something, and I was like, hey, yo, I need the only way I'm going through with this role is if my son can play in it because I did not feel like anything that he did worked in this movie. No, he was not a good actor. No, like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of hungry child actors out there that would be much better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Someone should feed them. Like, it, <laughs> you'd be someone surprised. Should... Oh no! Yeah. Uh, producers toss him a snake every now and then. Let the fight at sneak. Uh, steak. Sorry. I think that's one of those <laughs> another like one of those situations where if you have a good actor, then you really care about them. Like I know that there are child actors where it's like, even if like with the weird character trope, we'd be like, ah, but I can't say anything bad about him because look at him, he's such a good. But no, I no. did not feel anything towards you mean this like child. Tom Holland. Tom, Tom okay. Holland's not a child actor. Anymore. He was. Eric, actor Eric, was. what's going on with you and Tom Holland? <laughs> what's going I on? You should have a special therapy episode I, on that. Yeah, I don't like Tom Holland's well I think he's a good actor I like him I don't like don't get him the way he's characterized in the MCU okay so um just on the brief topic of the VFX and the music I didn't really remember the music too much admittedly no, it wasn't bad there were some like bangers I mean obviously Kanye showed up and had the most Kanye. on the nose track <laughs> which not gonna get into that right now but mm-hmm. his power was so still, on the nose it was dude. so on the nose but at the same time I'm like I'm happy we get some Kanye music so that was my kind of thought there but the actual soundtrack was not half bad I felt like yeah, like, like the blending was good. Yeah. The you know the sound. And the effects theme were was good. actually pretty good too. The theme yeah. was good. The theme was. Yeah. I, I definitely I wrote that down. I was like, you know what? I really like the theme. The needle drops 
were too on the nose for me. Like I've never been more disappointed to hear paint it black. It yeah. just felt so out of place. And it was literally like, what's a title with what's a, you know, a song with the, with the word black in the title. Like that's what it really felt yeah, like. That's all yeah. It yeah. yeah. SMA should have put black parade in. But do they when say I, Black Parade? When I, was I think boy. they specifically wanted a song where they say the when word I Black Parade. They do say boy. Black Parade. My father oh. took yeah. me into the city to see a marching band. That this is the symbol of our people. When I was a young boy, I sacrificed myself to save my father, and then he became a superhero. Yeah. That's his anthem. Yeah. And the um, like the standoff music from Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. We touched on this before, but... Yeah, whenever they want to reference a piece from outside of the soundtrack composer of this movie, it always feels really forced. And that is the worst thing you can do with... uh, Earlier, like five minutes before they did the the standoff scene to make sure that the audience knew what they were referencing. Guys, did you get the reference? So annoying, yeah. Black Adam had that reference. It was definitely like so out of place. It's so much more successful when you just reference something like, and then let the audience be like, hey, that reminds me of something. When you're like, hey guys, announcement, this is referencing this movie. And you're like, oh my, you, why? Yeah. I'd hate it. basically Robin Williams, Genie. Oh. I would I would argue against that, but I, I don't think that you're wrong, but I think you're, it's done better. Yeah, yeah. It, there's it's a di- there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, that's like, I think that's a case of yeah, they don't stay too long on any one reference mm-hmm. in that characterization. It does kind of date the movie, but that's just inevitable whenever you reference something that's kind of topical. Yep. But well, the good and bad and the ugly that's not topical at all. <laughs> fair enough. Still okay. found a way yes. to shoehorn it in. Wow. Yeah, I, I I like it when they. Using like pre-made tracks mm-hmm. for like movie soundtracks is a very touchy kind of thing because either you can do it really well. You're talking or, about needle drops? Yeah, needle yeah. drops, exactly. So if you can do it really well or you can do it really badly. And mm-hmm. I think there was times where they did it really well and there was times where they did it really badly. Me personally, I would have liked just an original, an original, what's the word I'm looking for? Soundtrack? soundtrack. Original, original soundtrack? No, like, <laughs> original with the C. I don't know what you're talking about. Composition. Composition. Ah. Yeah, so scores. Scores. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Awesome. (laughs) Anyways. um... Yeah, no, I think the soundtrack was all right. I think, you know, there was times where it was a little on the nose, as we all agree. But Mm -hmm. overall, not bad. So, like, any last final thoughts that you guys desperately need to get out of your heads or? it shouldn't have had the third act i think what jackson was talking about is right on the nose like it should have i thought that was also the end and let me okay so i'm going to take a moment and walk you guys through me watching this movie because my sweet mother mm-hmm. and my 13 year old brother they went decided. with you they went with me dude i could not subject my family exactly to i honestly maybe i'll edit this out i pirated that movie i'm like i'm not <laughs> spending 20 bucks to go yeah. i'm gonna sit at my desk and watch it and maybe play my steam deck a little and bit see too. i felt bad too i was like guys listen i've been told multiple times this movie's mid you don't have to come with me and then my mom's like no, me and Ashton can come. It's going to be fun. Like, we'll go with you. My mom was cry laughing by the end because we kept thinking the movie was going to end and it never did. And so every time it kept going, I'd like look at her and she'd like start like laughing so hard that she was like crying, but like silently because there were other people in the theater 
And then I look over at my brother and like the most silent part of the movie, my brother let out like the biggest sigh I have ever heard. <laughs> like he was so done. He also had to pee so bad. And we, and like he didn't want to like miss the actual end of the movie. So he kept staying and he was like losing it. It was a very emotional experience. Honestly, is, it brought us closer together for sure. <laughs> that is a very drama. real thing drama. in movie theaters. I've had that happen. Yeah, no, that happened with me with Dune where I was like on a date or something. I'm like, I really have to use the bathroom. And then I left, came back and the credits were rolling. Exactly. And she was like, dude, you like only had to wait five more minutes. Exactly. Like, and you just never know, especially yeah. with Black Adam. It just kept going. And, yeah. Yeah. and he, we kind of knew about the end scene, which we haven't even talked about where yeah. Henry Cavill yeah. comes I in. Um, did you really it. not? That's like the best part of the movie. Oh my god, Henry Cavill Superman actually has color now. Which why does like what does Amanda Waller have to do with Superman? I didn't I did not think there was a correlation there. I don't know. No, I thought Superman was above Amanda Waller. She sent him a Christmas gift. He definitely is above Amanda Waller. He has Waller. to be. He like, can tear her in half no with one, one is look. Above Amanda Waller has so much power, and she just really... We need some sort of thing to, like, yeah. if they're going to really commit to... I mean, obviously, DC is going in a completely different, like, way with James Gunn at the uh, head now. But if they're going to keep committing to Amanda Waller, we need some sort of backstory. Yeah. Besides her just putting bombs in all the villains' necks. How like, does she get there? <laughs> how does she get there? How does she have this connection with Superman of like, I'm happy to see Henry Cavill, but there's so much that needs to be answered. Yeah. And I really hope, like, hopefully going I don't think any answer will satisfy. No. Also, did you guys see like in the, the kid's bedroom that there was a Superman poster? And there were I saw all that, kinds of like, posters. They were all no, but the like posters. the Superman one was big and I vividly remember it. And I was like, oh, the Superman's probably going to show up. Yeah. The and second I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, he's probably... I got pulled out. like, yeah. uh, shocked the face because the last couple Superman cameos yeah. we've gotten, it's specifically, like, neck down or, like, the Peacemaker one where it's mm -hmm. too dark to see his face because they're like, we can't commit to Henry Cavill being back. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that was on the nose. And then they got Henry Cavill, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll he put him in here. now. But, yeah. I also yeah. feel like, I think he was busy and doing other things. And the I, Witcher. I, they were uh, definitely like, well, we don't know if, you know... Yeah, what's gonna happen. he's too busy painting his Warhammer figures <laughs> and building pieces. Uh, <laughs> and playing D&D. &D. Uh, what a man. What a hot uh, what what a a man, man. What a man. Yeah, yeah if we're talking about hot people, man. Henry Cavill. I mean, <laughs> that's the, the fact that the he left The Witcher because he's like, I Call know more me. about these books than the writers do, and you guys don't respect the material enough. Mm. That's a chat like, move. I gotta respect that. That's a chat move. Brilliant. I just gotta whip out some... References every now and then to make sure people know that I'm hip. <laughs> hey guys, hip I am. How do you do, kids? Nothing says hip like saying hip. Yeah. I'm with the I'm with the town. I'm with know? it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, I think it was, it was overall overall thoughts. I said this the second the movie ended to my friend. I was like, this movie was just aggressively mid. Mm -hmm. yeah. It wasn't awful. It wasn't great. It was just so average it hurts yeah <laughs> yeah and the worst part is there's a lot of good ideas in it that could work really well if they just tweak a few things like inner gangs occupation or uh going more into black adam psyche but they didn't really seem to want to do that too deeply so we just got a very by the numbers kind of <laughs> and i feel like the justice society despite like I mean, they were the arguably the best thing of this movie, despite, you know, Adam Smasher, which I will wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> thank, <But> like, you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> their dynamic and how they worked as a team and their action set pieces were really good. Dr. Fate's like the whole fight scene of the 
end with it, like them co- kept going between the helmets. I thought that was yeah. really clever. Like there was a lot of that team that I wish we could have seen more and hope maybe we'll get to see more of a couple of them at a certain point, but we will see. I think now that they've showed them up in Black uh, Black Adam, they're going to bring them back eventually. Will mm-hmm. they give them their own show or a movie? We'll find out. Or maybe they'll just kind of hammer more Justice Society people into different movies and be like, mm-hmm. hey, look. They're, they're here. They're here. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, happen. to summarize like the, the issue with this movie, my little brother, he is a 13-year-old boy. He should be the target audience for this movie. And his response when I asked him, what do you think of this movie? He said, and I quote, it was utter trash. If we cannot appease 13 year old boys with like basic superhero tropes, with something's edgy, wrong. With superhero tropes too. Time. Morbius, oh no. Yeah, like. Why yeah, do we need to do Morbius? Especially can we please, can we comment? Guys, I haven't seen Morbius, but Jared Leto is the bane of my existence, so I would love to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially because it's the edgy anti-hero. You yeah. think that's teenage boys' favorite thing. That should be like, he should be so excited for it, but he hated it. He hated that movie. So anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Jackson, you got any closing thoughts? or Too long, aggressively mid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like just the society needed more of them, less yeah. of stoic Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Even though he's what you came exactly. to see the movie for. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Sure, that's why I came to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one yeah. last thing. Skinny The Rock. Weird. I wanted to mention that. Weird the CGI. Oh, <laughs> Skinny Steve Rock. Rogers just, oh. <laughs> Can I make one final statement? No. As long oh. as it is the final statement. <laughs> okay. We gotta end this episode eventually. Um, Noah Centineo, if by chance you come across this podcast, we know you're our only listener. Fuck you. <laughs> um, listen, I don't hate you as a person. Actually, maybe I do. No, guys, have you seen his Twitter? Okay, this is for another time. Oh Hold my god, on. Dude, talk about... the quote sounded exactly like his Twitter. Yeah! Dude, some of it sounded. All right, I changed my statement. Noah Centineo, I do dislike you as a person. Stop listening to this podcast. I do don't hate better. You. Just you can hit me up. Ask for better do, writing. Do better. At parks underscore and underscore rex. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's my final. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, guys, thank you so much for coming on to this episode with me. It was a lot of fun to have you guys around and. Hopefully, the next film we talk about will be a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> I think we probably will end up doing, I think we talked about Glass Onion next. Yes. Maybe yeah. Avatar 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will see what happens. We will see if we can actually get tickets. I am not looking forward to how much I'm going to have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. We can convince Geekwave to pay for it. <laughs> <gasps> School expense. Woo, right, right it off. That's the hope. And that's it. You know, thanks for listening to Wishful Thinking. Hope you enjoyed listening to our unsolicited opinions. And if you guys have any suggestions for what we should look at next, let us know at geekwave at ustudentmedia.com. And if you aren't already, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at The Geek Wave, and our website at thegeekwave.com. If you want to keep in touch with Utecast, their Instagram is ute.cast, and all of these handles will be in the show notes. Thanks to University of Utah Student Media, the UCAST, and the Geek Way for making wishful thinking possible, and we will catch you next month.